Hey there, I'm Wendy Vaughn, sales and marketing coach and the queen of compassion-based selling because, well, selling is all about supporting, not convincing. And I am so glad that you've tuned in to today's episode of the Selling Made Easy show because this show is all about inspiration, not just in learning a simple technique or mindset shift that makes it easier to get clients, but inspiration that happens as we get to peer through the lens of guest entrepreneurs who are blazing their own trails. And those trails have probably included a few unexpected roadblocks, maybe even having to overcome fears or blocks about selling. Now, I believe everyone has their zone of genius, their superpower that's a gift to others, including you. Now for me, after well, 22 years of outperforming my peers and sales results, well, it's almost an x-ray vision that I have when it comes to finding and fixing any sales blind spots within entrepreneurs that are unknowingly causing potential clients to slip away. And with today's guest, his zone of genius is his ability to have compassion for his clients and empower them to gain belief in themselves regardless of what they have experienced in their lives. So I am super excited to introduce Brad Chandler. Now, Brad is a happiness coach and the CEO of a house flipping company called Express Home Buyers, which does 200 plus transactions a year. Now, his passion is to give the gift of self-love to people who are struggling with finding joy in their day-to-day -day lives. Now, in early 2021, he went through a major life transformation and found freedom and happiness after years of mentoring with personal development leaders. Brad now enjoys empowering others to realize their highest levels of success in all areas of life. Well, welcome, Brad. I am so excited to have you as my guest today. Oh, thank you. I am so excited too. I love this stuff. Yeah, well, I, I can tell you have quite the diverse background. So I and I just love the fact that you're helping people to you know, bring happiness and joy into their lives. I can't wait to hear more about this and the work you're not doing. Oh, I'm excited to get going. All right. Well, always top of my question for me, Brad, exactly what was the inspiration or tipping point that prompted you to start your own coaching practice? Wow. So three years ago, I went to get my son help for anxiety, or I was trying to get my, my son help for anxiety. And I was on a Zoom call with a performance coach. And she said, hmm, do you realize that you have a tick? And I was like, what is this lady talking about? <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, she's like, yeah, you blink profusely when you talk about your childhood, you may have some childhood issues and programming that are actually that you haven't resolved that are actually affecting your son's anxiety. Do you want to come out and work with myself and my husband for a weekend in Park City? Wow. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sounds like that was kind of a blindsided moment. It, it was, I didn't know her and I just met her and she's like, oh yeah, you've got something wrong with you. You need, you need help. <laughs> oh. Oh, that's crazy. So then that, I mean, that didn't right, lead right to coaching. That no, was so, a moment so of I, awakening. Yeah. So I, I, well, I didn't really know, like at the point I didn't try, I didn't, I didn't even know she knew what she was talking about. Right. Although she did come from someone who recommended. So I figured she did. So mm -hmm. I took her up on the offer because as a parent, you do anything you can to solve your child's, you know, heartache. So right. I went out over a weekend, Wendy, and literally in the course of a, a three hour session with this gentleman, my life forever changed. And wow. I came back from that trip and I looked around, I was like, oh my gosh, I think I've just found the secret to life and happiness. And then 
I looked around at all my network and my family and my friends and thought about all of their struggles and the things that they were going through. And I thought, oh my gosh, their problem was my problem. And I just fixed my problem. They could fix theirs too. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So empowering when you have that clarity, right? That's x-ray vision that I'm talking about when I was mentioning, you know, something that I can see so easily, but it's like you came back and you had a whole new perspective on truth and, and how people were getting stuck and, and not fulfilling their, their fullest, their fullest joy. So, wow, that is powerful. I love that. Completely, completely. And, and you used the word, the most powerful word that I could have used truth for 47 years. I lived a lie thinking mm. something about myself that wasn't true. And when mm. I found the truth, my entire world has changed. Wow. Yeah, that is, it just gives me goosebumps just hearing you talk about that. That is a moment of epiphany and complete transformation. But then to, to have the courage to take that gift that you received and want to serve others in a way that puts yourself out there, that's not easy, right? So how long have you had your own coaching practice and has your business mission or vision evolved over the course of that time? So when I came back, as I mentioned, I just, everything shifted in my life so profoundly that I was like, wow, I want to continue doing this work. So I started reading and researching and I found myself finding like no end to where I wanted to go. Unlike anything I'd ever found in my life, I just had this endless desire and curiosity to learn more and more and more and more. So I started talking to people and they were like, wow, you're really good at this. And so many people told me things that they were like, I've never told anyone this in my life. Like, this is really weird. I don't even know why I'm telling you this. Mm. So I was like, huh, maybe I've got a gift for this. So when I started to coach, you know, I turned 50 this year and I'm a health nut, longevity nut. So I'm going to manifest and I'm going to live to be 110. So my mission is uh, I want to help a million people before I leave this planet. And I don't know exactly what it looks like. So no, my mission has been, I want to give this gift of freedom that I have received in these last three years to a million people. Nice. Wow. That is, I, I love that vision. I mean, it's so exciting, exhilarating, and I, I believe it's doable because of the ripple effect, right? Just think of how helping your client is now going to improve their circle of influence and their ability to interact more positively and joyfully. Uh, it's it's just that ripple effect. So I have no doubt that you'll realize that that goal. So now, have you you know had to overcome any big roadblocks or challenges in building your coaching practice? So let me just mention something really interesting. How the universe works. You use the word ripple effect. I have not heard that term in at least a month, two months, three months, and literally ten minutes before we got on the call, I got a review from a client that said. My life is changing. My kids, my business. He goes, the ripple effect is taking effect because now the people who were struggling in my business, I am able to start helping them with the techniques that you've you've trained mm -hmm. me. So incredible. Awesome. Major, major challenges in my coaching business. Um, I think, you know, if, if you look over the 20 years I've been in business, whoo, did I have some major, I mean, speaking with bankruptcy attorneys at Christmas time. So like any entrepreneur, I've had lots of ups and downs. And a lot of it was driven by the way that I thought about myself in the coaching business. Um, I think my greatest challenge is uh, sometimes trying to do too much. And that's the old Brad creeping in, like, you know, I'm trying to prove something. So I haven't, um, 
I've, I've, I use the tools that I teach people when that happens. And when I have this sense of overwhelm to be like, wait, Brad, you're in a really great position. You don't really have to do anything. And then I just take a couple of deep breaths and it goes away. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. The, the pattern of not enough. I'm not doing enough because I don't feel stressed. (laughs) Isn't that weird? How that gets programmed into us. You know, busy, busy, busy. That's the, that's the equation to success. No, it's not. Nope. Calm, ease, flow. That's the equation for success. Yes. But yet people get this, this thing about, no, that means I'm a slacker. No, it's like you've demonstrated with your other business. I mean, you're still the CEO of that and it's, it's doing 200 plus transactions every year. And you have the capacity to do this deep, profound work with people. So that for me is just like a mind blower. That's, that's brilliance to be able to manage and run and grow a separate business concurrently. So thank you you for being able to do that and keeping the reins on overwhelm and keeping yourself in check, which is what I, you know, that's powerful to say, Hey, Hey, Whoa, here I go again, doing that thing. And so that right there is just, it's huge. That's profound. Yeah. So keeping that awareness of those patterns that start recurring, it sounds like is, is a real key to you staying on the joyful track. Right. And obviously Brad, you're an expert at not only building that successful house flipping business, but also the transformational work that you're doing, uh, supporting others to gain self-love so that they can enjoy more happiness in their lives. But I'm curious, how do you feel about the sales and marketing part of being in business? Because, you know, that's my jam, right? And so I want to find out You've got two completely different businesses. One is transactional and one is transformational. And so the sales approach for each and the marketing approach for each is completely different. So do you have any challenges or frustrations with this important part of growing a successful business or businesses? Yeah, completely different. You're right. And so the the fix and flip business, Express Home Buyers, we did 253 deals last year. Uh, buying and selling houses. And it's allowed me to follow my true passion and purpose, which is to help people, like you said, transform their lives. So mm-hmm. I love sales and marketing. I'm probably not as good as as you are, but I absolutely love it. I think the challenge we have now, Wendy, is that we're still, we're a year and a half in and we just keep improving stuff and building and improving and fixing systems and whatnot. And I'm at the point where We've gotten a year and a half in, almost two years in, and and helped nearly 100 clients by just doing organic marketing, just telling my story to the world over and over on social media and going on podcasts and and, and tapping into my network of people who want to find joy and want to stop working 100 hours a week and want to stop the racing mind. So I'm I'm at this point now where, look, I have the, the cash to invest in paid marketing, and I probably could have started it six months ago, but I haven't. And so I'm struggling with, was that a mistake not starting it? Should I start it now? Should I start it in six months? Should I start the, at the turn of the year? So that's really the the, the struggle that I have right now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, interesting. And I would be happy to provide you with a little bit of insight around that if you'd like. Absolutely. All right. Well, Here's the interesting thing, you know, paid advertising is not you on a stage, right? You have a lot of presence. You have 
when people hear you speak, we can hear the compassion. We can hear the truth coming through. We can we can detect that em- empowerment, right? Uh, on so many different levels. When you shift to online advertising, an important component is taken out and now it becomes okay, how do I stand out? How does my message resonate? Because see, your your ideal client suffers from a lot of things that are going to create skepticism within them. Right. When they listen to an ad, when they hear an offer online, suddenly the the skeptical filter is ignited. And it's like, ah, I don't know. Ah, this sounds scammy. Uh, I, and none of that comes through when, when we hear you talk in person, right. From a stage, a podcast, anywhere. Um, so that's the risk when you go into paid advertising to really be mindful, to include you, how workshops, some sort of a video, something that allows people to really experience you easily and quickly, so right. that they can still feel that compassion, that trust, that believability, that sense of hope comes through. Because if you eliminate that through normal marketing channels, online tra- marketing channels, like flipping a home, like, hey, we can take your property, you know, we'll, we'll buy it for top dollar, you know, the property that you can't sell, we'll, we'll buy it. Boom. I'm in. Right. I'm in. Where? Where do I sign up? How do I do this? I'm in. Okay. Talking to somebody who doesn't have a clue, just like you, when you, I have a tick. I didn't (laughs) know I had a tick. What are you talking about? So there's a lot of self-awareness and there's a lot of vulnerability that comes up. And there are a lot of trust issues that, that are, that are challenged. So typically for transformational coaches, you've got to really understand how to empower people through other channels besides you in person, whether it's on stage and a podcast, that kind of thing, and replicate that. So does that land for you? Absolutely. Love it. Yeah. Because otherwise it's just going to be a very expensive contribution to Facebook. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, I'm just curious, we're talking about efficiencies and, and scaling your business and making a bigger impact, reaching a million people in transforming lives exponentially. I'm, I'm curious to learn what your feeling is about AI. And the reason I bring this up, artificial intelligence is really changing the whole way that we look at life in terms of creating efficiencies, finding answers, getting a how-to list. And the reason is it's changing our lives so dramatically is because we can really input some very specific information and get back a very tailored, nuanced response. So when it comes to the deeper inner work, though, that you do that involves the the subtle nuances that maybe people don't even know that they do like you with a tick that you weren't even aware of. What is your perspective on AI becoming a go-to resource for people that are just looking to find more happiness? Hey, how can I find more happiness in my day-to-day life? I'm feeling ho-hum and I'm uninspired and, you know, give me five, uh, 
five regimens to to do. Do you do you feel like there's some validity in in what AI can deliver? So you're probably surprised to hear that I've thought a lot about this um, because this this aggressive goal I have to reach a million people. Um, frankly, I, I hope I can reach a hundred million people. So I've already started thinking how could I leverage AI, and when it really comes down to it, there's a huge component of compassion, someone who's listening to another person and, and that person has had struggles in their childhood. There's a sense of compassion. And then there's a sense, there, there's a process for processing the hurt and the pain. Mm-hmm. And look, AI changes every day and maybe, maybe down the road it will, but right now um, I, I don't know how it could effectively compete with someone like myself who has because no AI has gone through what I've gone through and, and had, you know, two marriages that didn't work out and kids with behavioral problems and the use of, you know, marijuana and weed or, or alcohol, they haven't, they haven't experienced that. So I can literally put myself in the shoes of the the other struggling person that I'm helping. So I think the short answer is Wendy, it's, it's going to be, I'm a fan of AI, but for this type of work, um, it's going to be really difficult. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there are shortcomings that artificial intelligence cannot replicate human intelligence. And like you said, the human experience that gives you that wisdom and expertise. So yeah, that, I kind of thought that would be your answer. <laughs> but yes, AI can facilitate certain things, but it, only for so much of the process, right? It takes that right. experience and support and, uh, you know, mentorship. So, yeah, well, Brad, I'm just, I'm kind of on the edge of my seat here. How do you work with people who want to finally wake up every day with that feeling of, of love and joy? And maybe not every day, because life is life, right? But at least for the most part, they, they enjoy that fulfilling and joyful life. Can you share just some more specifics about your philosophy or your approach? Absolutely. So every problem you have in your life is a thinking problem. And that thinking problem isn't your fault. That thinking problem was created when you went through some type of childhood stress, trauma, or lack of control as a child. And your little brain trying to help you survive said, why is this happening to me? I'm six years old. Something's bad happening to me. That means I'm probably bad. However, if I can only be good, then I can get what I want. So it's, it gives your 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 brain and body a hope for a better tomorrow when you're a child. But when you're 47 years old and that deeply subconscious belief that's still inside you is saying you're bad, it doesn't serve you. It ruins relationships. It causes you to overeat, drink, addiction, uh, failed marriages. The list goes on and on and on and on. So what I do that's so different from everyone is there's three R's that are critical to permanently changing anyone's mental state. The first is to realize you have to know what is driving the behavior that you want to, to change. So many of my clients don't even know that. So I use hypnosis. It's a, it's really just nothing more than deep meditation to actually access your subconscious mind because your subconscious mind holds all that pain and all those beliefs. And your subconscious mind actually knows the source of all of your, 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 your pain and your issues. So number one is to realize the second R is to recode. Now that we know that we use the science of neuroplasticity to tell yourself a, a better story, a different story, the true story that will set you free. And that usually is around, I am enough because most of us to some degree feel we're not enough. That's the second R. The third R is to rewrite your story, reconnect with the person that you are because you were not born to to be in a bad relationship. You were not born with an addiction, depression, anxiety. All of that was learned behavior. So you don't need to be fixed. 
All we need to do is reconnect you to your true essence. And that's what, what I do through those three R's over five weeks over Zoom with um, uh, just one-on-one -on -one coaching. It's it's really, really powerful. The, the, the results I've seen with my clients has just been just fantastic. Yeah, it just sounds like a very thoughtful process that is founded on on all the different layers that for so many people is like the source of confusion and hopelessness. But you really have laid it out in a very clear way that that makes total sense. I love that. Realize is always the first, you know, that awareness, right? That something is actually happening that is linked to that negative behavior or feeling, right? That emotion. Right. right. And then uh, yeah, recoding. That's the thing where all the to-do lists and all the good intentions, uh -uh, those usually fail because we haven't really recoded. And I love the fact that it sounds like you're leaning into science a bit with the neuroplasticity and then uh, just change the whole lens, right? Rewrite so that the person has a completely new uh, operating system, if you will. Uh, that allows for that freedom and ease. So yeah, I love that. Well, how can yeah. listeners learn? Yeah, go ahead. Yes. Yeah, so, so this is why most therapy fails. Um, I was in therapy on and off for three decades and probably went to 50 different marriage counseling sessions oh is gosh. they focus, they focus on the conscious mind. They want to rehash the problems over and over and over again. But mm -hmm. truly the only way that you fi fix physical or mental pain is to go to the source we have got to go to the source of where this pain was created and the pain and the stories are held in your subconscious mind, which are a, are responsible for 95% of your daily behavior. So if you go to a job every day, you don't like come home, fight with the, with the spouse, you know, yell at the dog, drink three glasses of wine. And you're like, why, 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 why? I don't even know why it's all driven by your subconscious behavior. So that's the real magic in this. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And it's, it's so undetectable unless you have, like you've demonstrated in terms of those techniques to really get to that layer of that, uh, where the brain is just operating on its own, right? the autopilot mode. I think you, you utilize hip, hypnotherapy, hypnos hypnosis, correct? Yep. We yeah. sure do. Yeah. So that's, yeah, I love that. Well, how can listeners learn more about you and this great work that you're doing? Yeah. So look, remember we said the first step was realize having an awareness. Well, if we, if I would have listened to this podcast three years ago, I'd have been like, Wendy, I'm good. I'm just going to tune out because I have self-love. I thought I did, but I didn't. So start with awareness. How, how can you start with awareness? I developed a three minute, 12 question self-love quiz that you can go to bradchandler.com forward slash quiz and take it take it because it could be the first step in a journey that radically changes your life, your business, and your relationships. Hmm. Yeah. I love that. We, we all love quizzes, right? Because it's just quick, easy. I get the results. <laughs> so, right. so that's on your website, bradchandler.com easy enough. And so this is a, uh, is this a, something that people have to pay to do or no, nope. it's oh. it's complete. It's completely free. And it's okay. not, you just won't get the results. We'll give you like 12 incredible emails because there's 12 questions. So each day you'll get an email and if you don't want it, you can stop them, but they give you like, Hey, here was your answer and here's how you improve it. So we really want to help you. Okay, perfect. That's awesome. And are you active on any of the social platforms or is the website, the main source where people can learn most about you? 
I am active on all of them. And almost every single day I put out a message on freedom and love and, and just all of this great stuff we're talking about. Oh, in our, my podcast, that has it. There we go. We got a podcast too. Which that has a, it's called how to be happier for entrepreneurs. And if you want to find me on all the social media, if you just go to bradchandler.com forward slash contact, it has every social media platform. You can just click right on it. Okay, perfect. And I will put the look in the show notes listeners for all the hyperlinks to his, his resources, social platforms and podcasts. So fantastic. Well, Brad, you've already shared so many golden nuggets of wisdom here during conversation. But if I could tap on you one last time, uh, in looking at your own experience in building your businesses, What's some advice that you can share with, say, a frustrated entrepreneur who's maybe questioning their decision to have even started their own business or they're doubting their ability to succeed? Yeah. So we're going to go back 20 years and I'm going to tell you a quick story. So I, in November of 2002, I decided that I was going to start buying houses because an investor bought my neighbor's house and I went and talked to him and he told me that's what he did. And I decided at that point in time, I was going to make this business. And it took me eight long months to find my first deal. I worked, I, I came home, I worked a full-time job. My son had just been born. So I'd get home at six. I'd spend from six to eight. I'd put him to bed. I'd work from eight to 11. Almost every night I'd work on weekends. I mean, I did everything, handwriting hundreds of envelopes, putting We Buy Houses signs and telephone poles. And each week that went by, and I went to these real estate meetups where other people were making money. I just got more and more and more and more determined. I came home and I, I bought six houses in, in July and August of 2003. I came home in October of 2003, told my wife at the time I quit. And she said, are you crazy? We have a newborn son and I have two kids. Like, what are you thinking? And I said, it will be fine. And 20 years later, it was fine. We're, we're not still married, but here's the moral to the story. Do you know how many times I could have given up? Now, fast forward 20 years, I've got a, I've got a company that runs without me or, or for I, I work one hour a week and it allows me the lifestyle to, to travel when I want, but more importantly, to do my purpose in life. I, if I had a nine to five job doing what I'm doing now would have been really, really tough. So my advice is don't give up. Jack Canfield went to 141 publishers before they said yes to the chicken soup for the soul book. Just wow. keep going. Yeah. Yeah, no, that, and your wife, right? She had lots of good intentions. Are you crazy? You know, that she's just looking out for, for the family, for the core, but you had the courage to follow through the vision that you had. And so it, it takes, it takes courage as well. It takes leaning in and trusting. So, yeah, I love that. It's just never, never give up, but also trust, trust in that original idea and moment of inspiration. So yeah, very powerful. Thank you so much, Brad, for sharing that. You're and welcome. It, it's been so great hearing about your journey from leaning into supporting your son who was suffering from anxiety, doing everything uh, parents do, right? I, I just need to help my son. He's, he's not su surviving. He's not succeeding. He's not thriving. I want him to be loving life and he's not. So leaning into supporting him, then somebody decided to look at you and invite you to receive their transformational work, which changed your whole life, right? It set you on a whole new tangent of awakening where you realized, oh my gosh, the world that I thought was the world was not the world because I'm now different. 
And that inspired you so much to the work now that you're doing also, in addition to the house flipping work that you're doing as a happiness coach, right? Where you are impacting potentially and realistically millions of people to to live lives of joy, fulfillment, and happiness. So I've really enjoyed our conversation. And I just want to thank you so much for being a guest on my show today. Thank you so much for having me. That was awesome. Yeah. And again, for our listeners, you can reach Brad Chandler through his website. And that is bradchandler.com. And be sure to take that quiz. It sounds like it's very revealing and will give you a lot of great insights. Self-love quiz. And for all our listeners, remember, when it comes to building a business that brings you joy and has an endless flow of high-paying clients, well, don't overlook the power of what I call compassion-based selling, where you've fully supported your potential client's decision-making process by providing them with everything they need to feel confident and excited about saying, yeah, this sounds great. So are you 100% confident that you're fully supporting your potential clients? Well, if you're curious, reach out to me and apply for a sales blind spot coaching session. You may be surprised by what we discover. All right. Well, this is Wendy Vaughn, Chief Paradigm Shifter and Sales Success Coach. And you can find me and our next podcast episode at PredictableSalesResults.com. Well, thank you for tuning in to today's episode with Brad Chandler. And as always, here's to your success.